0: Yes, guess it was unrealistic to think that anybody would show up when everybody has their own problems. This is episode 43 of They're All Going to Laugh at Him. I'm Alex Rigg.
1: And I'm Jess Geyer. Uh, Alex, what did we watch today?
0: The UFC inspirational comedy, Here Comes the Boom, starring Kevin James.
1: Yes, well-known, extremely fit guy. Kevin (laughs) James.
0: Apparently he did lose 70 to 80 pounds for this. No,
1: dude looks good.
0: Yeah, he does look good in this. But if you didn't know what he looked like in Paul Blart, you'd be like, this is still just like an overweight man who shouldn't be fighting in the UFC. But I'm sure he's like actually pretty strong and muscular below his fat in this due to the training he did. Well, I keep making
1: jokes that he's super strong because of his previous movies showing him to be super strong yeah (laughs) although of course that's just movie magic or is it or
0: is it um i'll say the biggest disappointment in this movie is that the applesauce was not a special recipe that gave him super strength i was really hoping for that (laughs) Um, you were
1: hoping it had steroids in it i know (laughs) yeah i
0: like oh because he's a biology teacher in this movie I, i i'm not gonna talk about this later i was hoping he accidentally made super steroids because that's a way funnier way to go into the movie, in my opinion. They, uh. Yes. They instead kind of did. Uh, the themes are fine. But I don't need to hear more about them, personally. Um, but we'll talk about them. I, it's a long uh, I, way to I, say it. As they, a teacher,
1: I have a lot of stuff to say, actually. Yeah,
0: there is a lot of stuff to say. But, like, I don't necessarily. I like the themes they talk about, and I think they should be talked about. I don't like. Their answer to these themes.
1: I am extremely inclined to agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we we're watching all of Adam Sandler's movies and Adam Sandler Jason movies. Uh, so why are we watching this this one in particular?
0: Well, in this section, I normally quote and slightly change a media source that's related to what we're going to talk about. But everything Joe Rogan's ever said is very dumb. And I didn't find anything worth uh, changing. And uh, I don't feel like reading the Bible today. So I just, it's it's to see if we think Adam Sandler deserves all the hate. <laughs> and this one's not really <laughs> that much about Adam Sandler, to be perfectly honest.
1: You didn't see him, like, talk about, like, charter schools or anything?
0: Or, like, how <laughs> how, like, you know faith in jesus kind of helps us continue on
1: (laughs) (laughs) gosh it was okay we should we should um uh what's the sand layer on this
0: uh it's a one-star sand layer movie it is produced by happy madison um and that's where i think the fingers stop
1: yeah it doesn't have a lot of the happy madison feel like this movie didn't feel like a happy madison movie to me
0: no it um, felt
1: very much like just a Kevin James movie.
0: Yeah, this might as well been uh, whatever that movie was where uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny fights the guy from NWA. Because <laughs> that was the same movie, basically, in my mind.
1: Wait, that's a movie? Yeah.
0: They're both teachers and they, they fight for some reason.
1: I have... That is news to me. mm
0: mm-hmm. um, uh,
1: <laughs> And I like Charlie Day a lot.
0: Yeah, I'm going to point out, I know the guy's name. Uh, he has recently become a very problematic uh, QAnon follower.
1: Oh, uh, the NWA guy?
0: Yes. So, if you're going to Google him, no, he's currently being mind-controlled by a cult, basically. Uh, he's been brainwashed, so <laughs>
1: oh, no. please
0: don't take his opinion seriously. Um, well, if
1: you know him personally, look up the ways to get people out of cults and, and try to bring them back, but oh. talk,
0: talk to Kevin James's wife. I know they're not yeah. really married, but I like Leah Ramey more than his wife because Leah Ramey is awesome. N- nothing against Kevin James's real wife, to be fair.
1: Who's Leah, Leah Ramey? is just great. <laughs> Wait, what was Leah Ramey in?
0: Uh King of Queens.
1: Oh. I thought you were talking about one of these movies.
0: No, no, no. There,
1: no media for me right now exists outside of these movies and Infinite Jest. Of That's course. like the only media I've been consuming other than leftist YouTubers and streamers.
0: They're the exact same thing. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I laughed thirty-five times in this movie, which is okay for in like a ninety-minute film. Yeah, um, a it's lot not... of it
1: was like punching. So
0: yeah i laugh every time like kevin james gets kicked in the face come on that's good stuff oh it's so good (laughs) and i want to i just want to throw a big fuck you to them out for the fact that they showed a father crying or tearing up while looking at his daughter because this movie got a a half tear up from me those sons of bitches
1: yes i i cried too i got a little tears not like full cry Mm -hmm.
0: But yeah, that... and
1: I looked over at you and said, "This fucking movie, how dare it!" <laughs> and yeah. and uh, that was men- I didn't know that you were also tearing up.
0: Well, you can't show a father crying; that's illegal.
1: <laughs> it's it is cheating.
0: It is cheating at all times to make <laughs> uh, to show a father crying, um, especially when he's it's proud. Like, oh, come on, oh. fuck you.
1: Yes. Uh, there's a whole subreddit dedicated to this, Happy yeah. Dad's Crying. Oh, my gosh. I,
0: you I.
1: You want to cry, but you don't want to feel sad? Watch those.
0: You want to... <laughs> I have a challenge I've given multiple people um, who said they don't cry at stuff, which is you send them into a room alone and make them watch Thai life insurance commercials. There's, like, three or four of them. Oh, and God. if you can get through them <laughs> without crying, you're, like, literally just a heart of rock. <laughs> it is the most like emotionally manipulative media I've ever seen in my life.
1: Oh uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh let let's talk ratings here.
0: Yeah. Um. I I I think this movie was okay. I wouldn't watch it again, but I thought it's like yeah, that was pretty decent. Uh, yeah, I, I thought Cardi- it was decent too. I'd probably say like if I saw it at theaters I'd be a little disappointed. But if I saw it on TV or like on Netflix or for like less than 10 bucks, it's fine.
1: Yeah. Um and that's like kind of what we did. Yeah. Um but I think that this one probably has fewer reviews than a lot of the other Happy Madison movies cuz mm-hmm. I actually didn't even know that this movie existed. Uh, so I'm going to say that it probably is skewed a little higher than I think it should belong, but it's also a Happy Madison movie, so maybe it's skewed lower. I don't know. I'm going to say critics probably put it in, like, I'm going to give it a specific number. I'm going to say critics did it 41%, and I'm going to say audience said, I'm going to say that they probably, if they watch it, they probably like it. I'm actually going to put audience at, like, 62.
0: 65 audience. 40 critics that was pretty damn close
1: wow i'm so good
0: um yeah they liked this one a lot more than a lot of other films because honestly i think critics liked it because they took less risks in the movie Mm -hmm. you knew the plot i i i think i said about 30 minutes into the plot i'm like oh i get it i know how it ends um no
1: critics love movies that have a single teacher making a big difference in a bunch of students' lives. That's not how things work, really. Yes, like, I feel like I can make a difference in my students' lives, but I cannot completely change their life, and I cannot completely change the school environment just me by myself. It takes a lot of people to work together to do that. Uh, But they love movies like Freedom Writers. I hate that movie. Mm -hmm. It's so bullshit uh the blind side they love stuff like that um dead poet society which don't get me wrong is a great movie but i personally don't
0: like it um because if i had a teacher like that it would have been something that really drove me to be like am i the only person here who doesn't want my fucking teacher acting like this
1: no we have to handle this
0: shit this sucks let me just teach me the books and then i'm done
1: when teachers go into a classroom thinking that, like, I can single-handedly turn a student's life around, like, do I think that that's not a noble goal? No, I think that's that's a, it's a great aspiration. But it's not rooted at all in reality.
0: Yeah. Um, I do.
1: Like I said, I do believe that I do make a positive change in my students' lives by giving them a safe space to be in in my classroom by treating them with kindness and empathy, and by trying to constantly decolonize my classroom and my own personal attitudes. Uh, But I'm, like, standing up on a chair and reciting Oh Captain, My Captain is not going to, you know, change the realities of my my students' lives, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, I forget what it was. There's a comedy where they do that that was actually pretty funny. But uh, it, it reminds me, this mostly, of uh south park actually had a good bit where cartman is a teacher and he just keeps saying how do i reach these kids
1: over and (laughs) over
0: like making fun of these types of movies because no one cares. i
1: hate them they're so and the, the biggest problem with those kinds of movies is that a lot of this is, I'm I'm, I'm going to call them out. It's white women. White <laughs> women go in to teaching with this attitude. And it's the quickest way, number one, to be like the... Okay. I would much rather have a well-meaning liberal white woman than a completely racist person. You know, mm-hmm. I would much rather obviously have that. But being this kind of attitude is what causes a lot of microaggressions in life and can be very patronizing and when white women come into the teaching profession with that attitude it can be more harmful than they realize um, and and it is harmful it's also the, the a fast track to burnout and losing a passionate teacher to burnout is way worse in my opinion because mm-hmm. we do need we need passionate teachers in 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 the in the career and uh but you know, there are some systemic things that need to take place for that to really happen, too. Which we'll talk about when we get to our discussion. I'm done yeah. ranting.
0: <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I can talk about more. Um, so I was going to say, like, personally, I've had two teachers that had, like, an extreme positive, uh like, touch on me. But it wasn't necessarily in school, you know? Like, uh I had one teacher who, who did a lot to get me to... Pay a little bit more attention in high school and try harder in English specifically. Uh, you know, shout out to Mister Williams. I think he's a principal now, but uh, and anyone who uh, went to BHS back in Burlington, Vermont, will know that guy and the fact that he's been a huge, like, bastion of positivity in the community. But also, it was like you know him doing a few nice things and treating me like a normal adult um instead Mm -hmm. of like some dumb kid um but also saying like hey you know you're making these mistakes because you're 15 if you do this like you're gonna be happier later down the line and i didn't necessarily listen to what he said but you know i thought about that stuff um yeah i I mean
1: mostly uh, students just want to be respected they want to they don't want to be talked down to no one wants to be talked down to
0: yeah that and uh not lying or, like, pretending he doesn't know things, was good. Um, Him saying, like, I remember he's like, like, your paper's fine, and it's gonna get an A, but you wrote it in the last ten minutes, and it's like, you know, I only asked for three paragraphs. You can't do that the night before, and actually maybe think about it, because you can do better than this. It was stuff like that. Like, I'm gonna grade you on the same way I grade everyone, and you're good at this, but come on. I know you're not actually trying.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to push people, because I actually had that happen to me, too. I, I wrote something, like, last minute. I mean, I always wrote everything last minute, but I definitely didn't give it my best effort. And I had a teacher say, like, okay, like, you can turn in something lazy. And that little, it made me realize, like, yeah, I was, I was being lazy about that. Uh, yeah. Not all of my procrastination was due to laziness, but that one was.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then there was another teacher who, uh was a like a tech teacher who realized that I was good at teaching myself and she handed me the book and told me like to you know get as far ahead as you want once you get to this point you can stop and I'll come up with something else and I spent the second half of the year like building stuff for community service projects because I had already finished the year's curriculum instead of being like held back um no,
1: yeah, I, I And that's you know, I really like that kind of a system.
0: Which for some reason I learned both woodworking and Photoshop in that class because it was a cool ass class. Um That sounds fun. Yeah, no, that was a good time. That that also probably had more to do with my like confidence as an adult to like get things done than any other class in school.
1: No, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Uh, you want to hear about my worst teacher experience?
0: Uh, real quick, I, I want to, before I forget this one, because I because I gave praise. Um, everyone who was in the South Burlington school system in Vermont deserves to be fired. Y'all sucked. You're really bad at your jobs, <laughs> and you're really shitty to people. Um, you only cared about rich kids, and it really screwed over anyone who was middle class or lower. Also, why can't I take... Fucking home ec more than twice. You let the girls do it, you piece of shit. I like cooking, you idiots. Alright, I'm done.
1: <laughs> so, this just goes to show you how some bad teachers can affect you 10 years down the line, as well as good teachers. I mean, no, that was middle uh, school.
0: That's way more than 10 years.
1: Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. 15 years, uh, I'm still angry at them.
0: <laughs> they didn't... <sighs> no nah, I'm not going to tell that story, but I think you know the story I've told. Um yeah. It, the the most fucking like angry I've ever been at a, a school person and I'm angrier now cuz I realized what they were uh doing to yeah. students um but yeah they they were are, the are
1: you talking
0: ones. about the the pool party one? Yes. Oh yeah, let me tell, story, cause tell the story cuz fuck Brampton. Tell the story. We there was a like near the end of the year. I think it was like last day or second last day. Uh there was like a pool party I was an overweight kid. I didn't go swimming. Whatever. Um, now, I'm an overweight guy. And I don't care about taking off my shirt. But, you know, whatever. I was going through puberty. Makes sense. Um, me and my friend Carl were throwing a frisbee to one another. And there's this girl who is her first day of school on that field trip day, which is a fucked up thing to happen to you. But we were throwing a frisbee. We went on the hill That overlooks the pools, and we're throwing the frisbee there. And then, 15 minutes later, a teacher came and told us we had to get on the bus and go back. We're like, okay. Um, Oh, I forgot to mention. We invited the girl, because she didn't have a bathing suit or anything, because she didn't know there was even a field trip. Which, like, it's not cool to just bring someone on a field trip without, like, permission, right?
1: No, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah,
0: whatever. Um, I don't know if that's part of it. But anyway, come back. Um, they were suspending us for today and then next day. And then the first day of next year, I was switching schools. So it didn't matter to me, but I didn't understand why I'm like, we went on the hill, I guess we were, were we like outside of like the region we could be in. And then they told this girl's parents that because we were out of sight, they have no idea what we could have been doing to her. And then we're like, I mean, we're playing Frisbee. What do you mean? And then they just kept saying that. Um, And then the father of that girl came in and goes, well, like, what do you mean? Did something happen? And they're like, no, but we we didn't have our eyes on them, so something could have happened. And he goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you take them away and get them in trouble for this type of thing? Like, what was happening? Like, well, they were playing Frisbee out of eye shot. Like, you don't watch them the entire day. That's not, like, an issue. Um, Because students aren't watched all day, you know. And then they called our parents to pick us up. And our parents, respectively, said, like, so did anything actually happen? Or were they playing Frisbee outside of your eye shot? And they're like, well, something could have happened. And they're like, yeah, all of them are saying nothing happened. Um, and of course, you know, nothing happened, we were playing Frisbee, and I didn't understand, even at this point, what they were referring to. Um, and then down the line I realized, yeah, they're saying that we could have sexually assaulted some girl out of shot, so they suspended us for multiple days. But really, it was, you know, suspending two of the poor kids, and the new girl who came from, like, a poor family. And I was like, Looking back, yeah, that's about right. Um, Later on, another kid from my neighborhood would get death threats for wanting to change the racist uh, mascot at the school. They were the rebels, and they would bring someone dressed in a Confederate uh, uniform to football games.
1: It's Vermont, by the way. Yeah,
0: in Vermont. You know? I I lived in South Burlington and Burlington. You know? The hippie capital of, like, the fucking U.S., according to people. But nah, they're racist and rich shitty people i also want to point out i mostly moved out of vermont because it's too expensive i can't i can't afford to live there but you know there you go
1: <laughs> so that's our really long rant about teachers i was just gonna say that i got shin splints i was overweight too when i was um a freshman in in high school and we had to do freshman gym of course and uh, i got shin splints because they're making me run and i was completely out of shape and, and, and probably too big to be running at that point. Um, well, no one ever also taught me how to run in gym class. That's not a thing that they teach you in physical education. They don't teach you at all about posture. I, I will then, say. Uh, plus, they didn't have good shoes because that was kind of poor. you know.
0: Mr. Day at Central Elementary was really cool, and he did teach us how to run. And he spent a lot of his own time trying to help healthy activities. And we used to see yeah. him out skiing. He was Mine too- was awful. Mine oh. was
1: awful. They didn't teach us anything. So when I got shin splints from having to run and everything, um, what I had to do was uh, while one of the things, one of the activities uh, that we were in the middle of doing was we would run to the tennis courts and then play tennis and then run back. Uh, so instead of like letting us walk to the tennis courts or whatever... Um, instead so of letting me do this, uh, I was put in the exercise room where they had like some bikes and like an elliptical machine or whatever, uh, with another person who was also, she was, she was a, she, I mean, she was bigger than me and obviously she can run. I mean, that would have hurt her joints a lot. So we were sequestered in this dark room is how I remember it. Like no lights on. Uh, and they made us, you know, just ride the bike and that was fine. I was, it was it was actually a relief because my shin splints really did hurt me. Um, yeah, and, I remember getting
0: shin splints. That shit sucks.
1: Yeah, it sucked really bad. And I remember the gym teacher coming back looking at how many calories we had burned according to the machine and him saying, like, well, that's one can of pop. And I was like, "You first of all, I don't even know, like, what calories are because no one had ever taught me at that point. <laughs> No one taught me what calories in, calories out meant, which should be, like, the gym teacher's job, right? That should be, like, the physical education's job. Yeah. And I didn't drink pop at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was really upset, and it just made me – it sucked all of the fun out of gym for me to not be able to go to the tennis courts because I liked playing tennis, and I was pretty good at it. Um, and I had actually taken, like, free tennis lessons before. And not being able to, like, run with my friend Shelby to the tennis court sucked, too, because we had a lot of fun doing that. We had a lot of good times. And it just sucked all the fun I had out of physical education and made me start watching my calories to an unhealthy level. Uh, So, yeah, I don't even remember that teacher's name. He just sucked. Anyway, yeah. let's, let's... I also let's, want to point uh, out
0: just one last one. I was suspended every year from first grade to eighth when I was in the rich school's... And I never got in trouble in high school. Um, it just suspensions seems suspensions
1: something... are. Um, it's just a, it's just prison for schools. It is it is it is the criminal justice system that's just as corrupt and just as based in white supremacy, but for
0: schools. I, I just um, imagine the, the school though,
1: to prison pipeline is is real.
0: Imagine suspending a first grader. Do you know what I did? I was climbing on the fence at the baseball field a little. But I climbed over where my head was. Yeah. Good stuff. Let's recap this, uh, this movie that is also about a bad school.
1: Yeah, so this movie stars Kevin James as Scott Voss. He is a teacher at a pretty bad district. Um, unspecified location, it seems. Uh, but he used to be a very passionate teacher. We saw that he had won 10 years ago, uh, Teacher of the Year. Anyway, he ends up late to class, which is my absolute nightmare, and the principal docks him a vacation day for doing it. Uh, Scott doesn't actually teach his students at all. like He tells them to open up the book and, and finish reading. Um, he's a biology teacher. Even though one of them, Malia, is really smart and wants to learn. Uh, at a horrible staff meeting...
0: <laughs> I, I also wanted to point out she asks a question here that seems like she if it's not answered, she might become an anti factor, which I found interesting
1: <laughs> yeah, um uh, I am going to for the rest of this recap though, talk to Malia uh, talk about Malia using they them pronouns because even though they are called they they have she her pronouns in the movie, the actor that plays them uses he him pronouns so i'm gonna just use them just to
0: yeah um, as a bridge between kind of
1: yeah mm-hmm. and i know that's not always a bridge but i think it's a fair thing for me to do right now anyway at like probably the worst staff meeting ever um where scott harasses salma hayek the school nurse the, uh,
0: it's sexual harassment i think we should point out he's badgering yes. her for a date
1: yes um The principal announces that there will be cuts to the budget because they've been operating under budget, including getting rid of the music program, which is led by Henry Winkler. So basically, Henry Winkler learns that his job is gone next year at a staff meeting while everyone else also learns it. That is completely unethical. And it's at this point I'm like, is this district unionized? Well, no, it turns out that they do have a union because they mention it later. Anyway, uh, union is completely absent from the movie, though. Uh, Scott feels really bad about this because Henry Winkler just told him that his 48-year-old wife is pregnant. So he stands up and says that they should raise the money to have him keep his job. So Scott's, Scott starts teaching, well, first they have a meeting to see like how they can raise stuff together, and no one shows up except for Salma Hayek, Henry Winkler, and him, which is really sad. Uh, but then Scott starts teaching night classes for citizenship. Uh, where he makes only eight dollars an hour, and it's there that he meets Nico. Uh, who's Nico? Who plays Nico in this one? Uh, Bass Rutten, uh, who is a, an MMA UFC fighter. Um, hmm. n- Nico wants one on one tutoring to help him pass the citizenship test. It, it's clear that he has like some kind of test anxiety, maybe even a learning disorder. It's it's like he just it's hard for him to get information down um and scott begrudgingly agrees this is kind of where we start seeing that he does care about his students and he learns about ufc fighting at scott's house where you can make 10 grand just for losing so he asks nico uh, he quits a citizenship class job because it was only making like 132 dollars yeah he asks nico to get him involved in ufc And Nico is hesitant at first because it's Kevin James. (laughs) He's like a 42-year-old teacher in this movie. Mm -hmm. But then he schedules an MMA fight for that weekend. And Kevin James gets kicked in the solar plexus right away (laughs) in this first fight, and he loses. Oh, he comes out to Here Comes the Boom by P.O.D.
0: Which Um, we'll hear another 15 times in this movie, and I still can't get out of my head. Um, Nope. it's a bad song.
1: You know what else? Oh, we'll talk about that later. Never mind. Um, he trains some. Uh, Nico teaches classes at like, uh, it's almost like a YMCA kind of thing. It's like a health club. He teaches classes like disco fighting, which I find hilarious. <laughs> I, I want to take disco fighting. Um, and the second fight he loses again, but doesn't get hurt. And during this time, Malia is also upset because their father wants them to quit music and work in the family restaurant. Uh, because the the cook has quit. Scott tells them to stay uh, to say that their teacher won't let them quit. Uh, and this becomes important later. The third fight, someone has taken his song, Here Comes the Boom again, um, and he goes out to Holly Holy by, um, is it Neil Young or Neil Diamond? It's
0: uh, Neil Young, I believe. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> that makes sense, um, which Winkler put on um so it's like this uh folk song it's very quiet people are not cheering and he actually wins this fight but then he throws up on the guy which i found hilarious
0: (laughs) no that was (laughs) was good good. that was a good joke man
1: (laughs) it was so good and this becomes a viral sensation because of course you see like this fat guy knock out this dude and then throw up on him (laughs) it's so good um Uh, So Scott is berated by the principal and the Filipino father of Malia. Um, But Scott sticks up for himself and says the school and the system are failing these kids and someone has to do their job. So Scott actually ends up trying to teach and gives a speech about cells and cellular biology, which Salma Hayek sees and is impressed about. She agrees to a date where Scott's brother cooks cocoa vin and, and Scott takes credit for it and then she's weird and fights him it's weird and no mention of it is made ever again
0: yeah she's just like like like
1: physically fights him
0: yeah um because she says he always gives up in the ring and i thought it was supposed to be like a metaphor for their relationship but they didn't really touch on it ever again so i guess it was just like
1: it was just don't give up in the ring she's weird
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah it was so weird Um, so scott gets his brother a job um his brother is actually played by his real brother gary valentine uh gets his brother a job at the filipino restaurant which becomes very popular um and scott learns that the ufc has called and joe rogan whose daughter got into music in middle school wants him to fight there and that's that 10k loss for a for a loss match um, which will let them reach their goal of forty eight thousand dollars before the semester's over. So he goes, but while he's there, he learns at Salma Hi- from Salma Hayek that the assistant principal has been embezzling and stole all of the money in the most surprising heel turn in these Happy Madison movies. I thought that that guy was supposed to be good, and I thought the principal was gonna have like like gonna just be the villain. No, it was like the assistant principal dude, and he yeah, stole all the, the guy money.
0: who asks, asks, acts asks nice in the beginning of the movie and says he supports them and that he's on yeah. their side actually screws them over
1: yes hmm. Hmm. interesting hmm. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> scott fights anyway to inspire the kids and it turns out joe rogan flew all the kids from the music program in and they play holly Holy," which malia sings and scott realizes he needs to win because if he does he'll get fifty thousand dollars and save the music program and even though he gets his butt kicked at first He eventually does win and gets all the money. And the day is saved. Salma Hayek and Scott kiss. And fast forward, the music program is saved. And also all the citizenship class students have become citizens. Cue the country music. Yeehaw!
0: Like, I I do want to point out, like, they they do the scene where they save the school by having to do independent like fundraising and then it immediately cuts to them saying you're now an american um for the citizenship class which yeah like if that's not on purpose god damn are these people dumb um yeah i i think what they should have done in this movie is hired the green ranger to teach because he has the single greatest uh ufc group of all time do you know the green Mangers ufc uh company (laughs) no it's called jesus didn't tap
1: (laughs) he didn't know okay so this movie has a lot of jesus references yeah the first one is very obvious here comes the boom is by pod and they're a they're a christian rock band if you didn't know
0: yeah which like if you ever listen to them and you're like why are they so fucking bad that's that's your clue
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, but there's that. Um, one of the other UFC guys that's in it that that trains Kevin Smith how to be more offensive, um, also like pray, like tells the story about how like I think it's is it Jacob Jacob wrestled God or something uh, like that, it, it which was I didn't
0: Genesis twenty or thirty two twenty four. Who gives a shit? Um, it's really the thing; it doesn't really fit in very well. Um, that's Mark Della Grata that says that. Um, and then they pray before the fight, and there's like just religious overtones, um, which Kevin James himself said he was trying to make sure they are subtle and not hitting people over the head with.
1: They were not subtle.
0: My here's my problem with it. They don't say, you know, I'm a I'm a Christian guy, or I'm a Catholic. He calls himself a Catholic Christian. I don't even know what that really means.
1: That's just uh, Catholic, Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but, like, if he said, like, yeah, I used to go to church more often, I don't really do it as much, um, and then he prays before it, I don't care. They're slipping it in without talking about it because of why. Whereas, you know, when Adam Sandler does a movie, he's not hiding the fact that he's Jewish or that he has some kind of faith at all. Like, yeah, there's nothing... Inherently wrong, I guess, with being religious.
1: The, the thing that's weirdest to me about that is that it does have, you know, these, these religious mentions in it. And it's about schools. And that never really sits right to me.
0: Yeah. And they, in the overarching theme of what this movie is about, which is the system's failing. Capitalism is bad. They won't actually say it, but capitalism is bad. And we kind of need a savior for these kids. The religious overtones might make sense, but also, Jesus wouldn't have fought people for money to save the day. Like that's <laughs> 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 Like what the fuck are you talking about? You think like, rip Jesus is gonna get in the ring and just beat ass for money?
1: Okay, can I tell this this is going to be the episode of Tangents, but I took an old English class in college and I loved it. And one of the poems, so um, when, when like priests came over to Britain, they wanted to try to convert all the pagans that were there, right? And one of the things that they did was they, they translated a lot of stories and wrote a lot of stories about Jesus into Old English so that the, the people could understand because it, they didn't speak Latin. And they would also tweak some things. So there is a poem called the dream of the rude rude means cross. And it's about like Jesus who's like super ripped Jesus. Right. And he like jumps up on the cross. Like, (laughs) like it's about like fighting and stuff. (laughs) And uh, that was supposed to appeal to the pagans there who, you know, they, you know, were descended from Vikings in part and Saxons. Um, And I just love that. I love the idea of ripped Jesus
0: yeah rib cheese is pretty rad um it's like a cool idea um <laughs> but like, I was reading more into this kind of the movie and the things that um a lot of Christian websites and news organizations want to talk to Kevin James because they pray in this movie um mm-hmm. so they're like this is this is showing how great we are. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I disagree. Um, why didn't the church fund the music group if they're so great like that that would be a way to do it right there's
1: there's no reason why one person has to be the one to work toward this goal and that's where i think that like i liked the the message about like hey the system is failing these kids because i think that is true I, i think that there are a lot of problems in the system but i don't think that that system lies necessarily with individual schools it's mostly of the administrative properties and the state yeah um and the fact that you know schools are funded by property taxes and and just increases systemic racism and and injustice and inequality it's it's not it's not up to one teacher to 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 fight it though you know it does it has to take the whole community and i think that's what they were trying to get at with the weird cell
0: yeah i don't want to talk about the cell thing yet because i want to talk more about the community aspect of it yeah um they they show they try to like put on a uh think meeting and none of the teachers show up um except for Mm -hmm. selma hayek um and they show like there is no community here um, and that's when she says, "I guess it was unrealistic to think that anybody would show up when everybody has their own problems. And I think that is a rich person's idea of how things happen. Um, that That is a Kevin James line of, well, someone has to show up and you know save this community because no one's doing it um, when in fact, we know that the opposite's true. People who are underprivileged are way more likely to show up and support and help their community.
1: That's true. Um, but I also see, like, I think that it's not too unrealistic for this to have happened. Because if you look at what Henry Winkler is being paid, $48,000, they say, will save the music program.
0: Not only, though, his salary. That's the entire program.
1: Yes. I Like, you can find my salary. I'm not going to, like, You could you could easily look it up, but... Um, I make a little bit less than that. Uh, and I wouldn't be a lot closer to that if we didn't have a pay freeze this year because of COVID. But that's not a lot of money. Yeah. To especially when you're married and you're and you already had a kid. He is a teacher who has clearly been at that district for a while.
0: Yeah, over twenty that years. He
1: should be he should be making more money than that. Teachers in general should be making more money, but Mm. that's not a lot of money. $48,000 less than because it's the whole program.
0: Yeah. And the idea that we can fundraise and make money and pay for this is also like a bad way to handle it. There's systematic changes that need to happen. And a one year fundraiser is not going to solve the problem forever. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, it's shown that this school does have systematic problems. Yeah. Because the vice principal is... Embezzling. Embezzling. The community is poor. A poor community means a poor school. That's, like, literally what that means. Go mm-hmm. If you're listening to this and you have no idea, like, how schools are funded, please go educate yourself. It You will be shocked.
0: Yeah. Um, that and the principal is so abhorrently evil in this in my opinion he's
1: 80s movie villain evil he he docks
0: uh vacation days for uh like talking back to him or being late and uh uses like extracurricular time as punishment which is definitely against any teacher's union um
1: Oh, yeah. The, if they have a union like they mentioned, their union is doing absolutely garbage.
0: Well, and that that's the thing is also this movie should have they should have had a meeting with the union. That would have been a good scene where, you know, the union doesn't work like I would be willing to take a union fucked up. And now they're not helping people. There's unions yeah. out there that suck. Um, it's true. Not even I won't even start of- on the police union, but like Kroger has a union. But at Kroger, you get paid minimum wage, so why the fuck do they have a union? Why would you have to yeah, pay union is, dues when you make minimum wage?
1: The thing is, I support unions yes. 100%, except for the police union. Um, unions are good when they are strong, and there is so much legislation that takes the teeth away from unions. Mm-hmm. Workers have to unite. Uh, join IWW. Yeah. Um... My union is good. I like my union. It's a good union.
0: Yeah. Kroger's union sucks, though. I'm just going to throw that out again. Yeah.
1: if Like like you said, why should you have a union if your workers are making minimum wage? That shows a failing in the union, and I would be willing to bet that there's corporate influence in that union.
0: There is. They they teach about the union in like the thing. It's, it's all bullshit. Uh, yeah. Ugh. There's a reason I stole hundreds of dollars worth of food while I worked for them, <laughs> and it's because that's how I was able to feed myself. Because they screw you out of everything.
1: Um, it shouldn't be like that.
0: Yeah.
1: I worked at Walmart, and they also had, like, Walmart doesn't have a union. Um, and they, like, we had a whole, like, hour-long training about how unions are bad. And I that should have been my, my cutie oh, pit, yeah. I, I needed the money. I remember the
0: anti-union video we watched uh, in when I worked for Olive Garden. And then they, all, they also had a, uh, the manager taught us about how if you ever give the government money for taxes like before you owe it to them that's a rent-free loan and it's evil and blah blah, blah. and like then went on to say like, <laughs> uh, just it turned into like a libertarian propaganda session
1: oh and i was just did you like, have the training though about how to apply for welfare because walmart did
0: um no they did offer to pay me with the uh, olive garden like credit card and i'm like fuck off oh, give me a no. check what are you doing no way in hell am I going. Like, well, you know, you get paid like one percent more if you take this. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Company script is also bad. Just Google what that means. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Anyhow, uh, so th- there's some weird views in this on how schools work, on the best way to change and successfully help a community um although i will say they did a really good job of showing that marginalized communities especially did a much better job of getting together and supporting change and supporting each other
1: yeah they showed that with the citizenship classes because mm-hmm. they have they show also like the 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 students there they all meet and they watch the the match together mm-hmm. um so there's that are you thinking of anything else
0: um all of the UFC fighters uh, at, I think his name is Mark's uh, gym are Thai, I believe.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, they, they just do a pretty good job of, about that. They don't, unfortunately, make it a like big theme. Um, they could have done better with it.
1: Yeah, and because they didn't do better with it, and because Kevin James is a white guy and Henry Winkler is a white guy, it felt very white savior-y for me. I don't think that it, I don't think it was as bad as, like, Freedom Riders that I was talking about at the beginning. I don't think it's as bad as that. Um.
0: But, like, in this, Winkler plays kind of a, a, other than music, he's schlubby. He doesn't really understand what's going on. Yeah.
1: Doesn't really
0: react well. Um, and Kevin James is, like, an unathletic fat guy. Um. He's
1: an unathletic chad, though, at the beginning. Yeah,
0: he is super chatty. Um. And you know they make a point of this where uh, Boss Rutan says like it's we're the same age, it's unfair. I didn't get a shot at this, and you do. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that's an interesting statement, uh, Mister Mister Dutch. Um.
1: (laughs) Dutch people have a history of colonization, so it's not like the Dutch have been systemically um yeah no (laughs) I I was just saying like. But immigrants, though. Immigrants have been in the United he, he States. He plays
0: an immigrant in the movie, though. Yeah, yes. The more the point I was making. Yes. Um, who, he, he was doing some real stuff. Boss Run was injured when he got into the UFC and kind of didn't hit the highs he probably would have because of that. Um, He, like, blew out his knee. Um, And they made references yeah. to that. They made a yeah. lot of... He
1: says that he mm. destroyed his neck in this Yeah. Uh-
0: um, I think just because people would understand a neck injury is worse, um, yeah. but not like you can fight without a knee in the UFC. Um, all this <laughs> yeah, brings right, me yeah. to the the clumsy metaphor of the cells. Um,
1: yeah, I I don't understand where you're gonna go with this. Like I, so
0: they start talking about how all the cells need movement and vibration and need to be working and you know hitting each other to work together to get things done, um, and it'll, like, stop the bleeding, is a specific reference they make. Um, And I'm not a biology major. I don't really... uh, I'm not super good at biology. But I know enough to say (laughs) that the idea of single-cell organisms working together to complete a task doesn't work that well as a reference to society (laughs) because like cells are unthinking automatons and also are constantly like shedded for the good of the community basically like (laughs) there's some bad
1: eugenics it's not good it's
0: like a little (laughs) eugenicsy um and also they talk about like what what (laughs) happens when a metaphor doesn't do anything and like it dies and um you know,
1: like, <laughs> well, that's also just not how society really works. Yeah. I get, like, I get what they were going with the, with the metaphor, but how society works is that there is a lot of energy, but you know who who tamps that down? The system. Yeah. The system actively works to oppress energy.
0: Yeah. There's uh There's
1: the system is of is the virus. They no, because that would replicate. The system is a
0: no. The system bacteria. replicates. Um, yeah you're right and yeah, it does
1: hijack cells so. yeah okay they, my metaphor is spinning out of control
0: they they have some trouble with that metaphor um it's fine though uh i just wanted to point out that that's not a good metaphor for society <laughs> like no,
1: it's not i i
0: think a biologist would actually have a lot more that they'd be like oof uh on but i remember hearing him like you know i know enough about <laughs> cells to say like <laughs> eh, i'm not really feeling that yeah
1: See, for me, I, I do I, I it's almost there. It almost gets it. I don't think that this is necessarily what they were like trying to get for, but like action, direct action does work. Individual action does work. And when individual people organize together, like for example with a union or a protest, that works. But it's not for lack of energy that things aren't getting done at this school. Yeah. It's active... Like, people are actively hurting this school, for example, by embezzling funds.
0: Or from, like, you know... uh, Taking away vacation days or... The football team. They mentioned the football team. No, well, no, I'm saying, like, yeah, whatever. That part, there's arguments to be said there. But the principal takes away and... uh, Vacation days, docs pay does all this stuff when Kevin James is just speaking out.
1: Yeah, and that is the best way to sap a teacher's energy. Yeah. The fact that Kevin James started off as a as a good teacher, like good enough to win teacher of the year. Mm-hmm. Like you have to actually be very, you know, passionate about teaching to win something like that. Um I say as a proud uh teacher of the year for for the previous school that I had worked at. Uh But if you work in a district that doesn't support and uplift teachers, of course you're going to suffer from burnout, especially if you're making less than forty eight thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's expensive, by the way, to be a teacher. I went to uh, a not a great like school for teaching. I did um, a transition to teaching thing, and altogether, like it cost it was like ten thousand or so for like the year and a half program. But then I also had to take out more loans on top of that because for half a year I had to quit my job so I could do student teaching. Uh, it's expensive to become a teacher. And again, that was a, that was an inexpensive school. I should
0: point out, too, uh, that you got a full-ride scholarship to college. So that's not college you're talking about paying for. That was right. just to I become already had a teacher. My,
1: I had my, that was just to become a teacher after I already had my, my four-year uh, degree. I, I had a weird path mm-hmm. to teaching. I don't want anyone who's listening right now to think like, oh my gosh, it is so difficult to be a teacher. I, 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 I beg people to please become teachers and fight for teachers if you don't want to become a teacher. We need good educators for our children. Our, our children are going to save our lives. They're going to dig us out of the hole. I'm, I'm hoping we're going to give them the tools to dig us out of this stupid hole we've dug ourselves in. Mm -hmm. anyway i'm ranting so much with this any movie about teachers i rant so much i I
0: mean i'm not done even talking about teachers um i want to say like there there's something about this that made me feel like kevin james doesn't respect teaching that much um he thinks he does but uh (laughs) whereas like adam sandler constantly promotes how good teachers are you know like um and kevin james i saw in an interview said like you know There's good teachers, but there's bad teachers we got to, like, get rid of. And I'm like, that's not the way to look at teaching right now. Um, Right. That doesn't work. It's silly. Um, Like, once the system's in place to promote and support good teachers and, like, people want to become teachers and we don't have any shortages, I could understand getting rid of bad teachers. Don't get me wrong. But if you think that's the way to start... That's the same thing as like, well, yeah, we'll just fire the bad cops. Um but like, yeah, you know, it the system's is what is causing that, not I'm not saying those are the same thing, but the solution doesn't work in both, you know? Like yeah. Saying like we <laughs> we need to get rid of all the McDonald's because people have bad eating habits. Like yeah. Maybe it's because people have no time, and then other people have no information about eating habits. Those are two issues that, you know, the McDonald's isn't the problem. The McDonald's is filling a specific role in society right now. It's just unfortunate that that role is needed.
1: Yeah, this this Um, movie is weirdly apolitical in a way, considering (laughs) the time period that it came out in. This is toward the end end of the housing crisis and the end of the recession mm-hmm. it was in 2012 um it's also a time when people like the, the tea party ugh, were like promoting charter schools and mm-hmm. and vouchers which continue like they continue to harm the public schools it, it is
0: yeah i, I, I don't even think we have to talk too much about to it about. if people no.
1: yeah look it if up
0: people don't know it look it up um we're not a look education uh podcast but it's important for this um but
1: but like with all of that as a background they they're so apolitical an adam sandler movie would actually kind of dig into those politics i feel like well
0: yeah because the principal isn't a bad guy by the end and that's my issue is that man should be fired they should make systematic change and in something where like billy madison they get rid of the bad guy. They get rid, rid of Bradley Whitford at the end yeah. and show, like, he's out of this company. He was a bad actor in it. And I don't think the idea of taking a single person out of a system fixes it. But in a movie, it does, and that's fine. And that's, like, a message yeah. you should support. Um, and they don't have yeah. that message. They They just go, oops, that one guy you thought was good, he's bad, though. Which is like, yeah, the, okay, the teachers sick.
1: aren't aren't doing their jobs. Um, it's the teachers' fault. I, That's how it feels like, you know.
0: Yeah, and they and they show like he he got his uh, his faith and his energy back into teaching, and now he's a good guy again. <laughs> I'm like, why would he lose it? He's like, talk about that more, because he's going to so lose here's it the again
1: thing too. Oh yeah, he's going to lose it again. But the thing too is, after almost a whole year of of not teaching your students, and then one day of really good energetic teaching. <laughs> There, I would not trust my teacher. If he spent the whole year sitting behind his desk reading the paper, I would never trust my teacher. I would not do anything for him.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I think that is basically, in a in a long format, the harm of trying to sneak Christian values into <laughs> movies is there is no solution. Uh, they are saying, you know, this is like... You know, basically a Jordan Peterson uh, rant oh, about how like maybe in s- before you deal with society, you should sit up straight and figure your own shit out. Uh, um,
1: don't don't listen to Jordan Peterson though.
0: Um, yeah, he is uh, very bad for a lot of reasons. Um, but I mean, this is a kind of light version of that, and I'm not I'm not sure why they don't quite hit hit the themes well. Um there's another pretty decent theme of like people should look for what their passion is and go for it. Um Kevin James' yeah. brother in this is shown to be an excellent cook who really enjoys it. And then when he's implemented as the chef at this restaurant, he loves it and he enjoys it.
1: Yeah, and his life improves yeah. because of it.
0: And this is something that I found interesting because in the Zookeeper we had the the pickup artist terrible way to treat women idea. And in this movie, it shows him bettering his life. Like, he starts exercising. He starts trying at work. He starts dressing better. Um, he starts wearing suits at the end of the movie, where in the beginning he was wearing, uh-huh. like, I don't know, like a vest. And that is a good way, in reality, to help yourself in dating. Is <laughs> yeah. to try more. No. Um, it's
1: true to... it's true that that individual action is important yeah too like as a as a whole theme like you can't just have systemic change and you can't just have individual change you do have to have the combination
0: yeah like it, it is important to like in this he gets a hobby which is like the MMA stuff he's trying to be a better person by helping henry winkler save his job he's doing better professionally by actually trying while teaching And because of this, uh, Salma Hayek didn't know the original him that was, like, passionate about his job. Now she's like, this is a good teacher. I like this guy. I will date him. I think there's some issues with that based on the fact that he was sexually harassing her at work uh, 15 times before they went out.
1: Yep. But
0: in a comedy circumstance, I am willing to take this uh, small victory of, yeah, before we date yet, to be, like, a decent person
1: yeah I, stand up when you ask me out for a date too i think is uh yeah actually a good message don't 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 mistreat women
0: yeah um it was clumsy though didn't work out too well
1: oh yeah mm-hmm. um
0: and finally i think with all that out of the way i want to talk about the most interesting aspect of this movie behind the scenes
1: yes i'm so ready let's hear it leaked sony documents no
0: Stuff everyone knows. Kevin James and Joe Rogan were roommates for three years. What? Right? (laughs) And get this. Joe Rogan said Kevin James won't go on his show because he's worried about his image. He's pretty religious and he doesn't like weed.
1: That is wild to me. But those are terrible reasons to not go on Joe Rogan's show.
0: Those are the only reasons (laughs) that, like, aren't valid to go on Joe Rogan's show. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I guess I understand caring about your image. If I was invited on Joe Rogan's show, I'd be like, "Well, I'm worried uh, as someone who cares about, you know, supporting good policies and not giving a platform to Nazis, uh, that's an issue but i'd probably yeah, go I on it anyway is, and be like hey i have some problems with how you support nazis and i brought some facts
1: yeah i don't i just don't want to ever sit in the same chair as a nazi
0: yeah that suck. it sucks but you know yeah. it's weird um <laughs> but there there's a lot of kind of interesting take on this cuz obviously kevin smith's willing to have joe rogan and the the people he kind of represents now um which is Not an easy question to answer for who those people are. Um, And, you know, have Joe Rogan on his sets. But Kevin James doesn't want to go on Joe Rogan's. Um, So that's weird to me. Um, Yeah. It is strange to me. Uh, And Kevin James has some comments about how, like, he wasn't a clean comedian because he was religious. He just did it because it's easier to get on TV that way. And stuff like that. Uh Uh-huh. And I find that the general consensus of this is that maybe he doesn't really care about his morals. He cares about popularity and fame. But he still... And I'm pissed about this. He got uh, some benefit from people... For them being like, yeah, he uses, like, comedians he knows in his movies and, like, his family and XYZ. And isn't that a great thing? Like, that he cares about, like, the people around him and isn't, like, a sellout. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Say Adam Sandler's a good guy, you piece of shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, wow. Okay, yeah. And that's what we've learned about Adam Sandler.
0: Yeah, like... (laughs) they're giving Kevin James benefit that he might not deserve comparatively to Adam Sandler in, in media and the people giving him this benefit are Christians and Christian news sites. who are trying to promote this idea that Kevin James is great and that he's like a family man and that he's good. Um, and is what, because he's not vulgar, like,
1: that's all they care about. That's the thing. Yeah. Like they care about vulgarity on the surface, but they don't care about like sexual harassment. They don't care about women's issues. They don't care about anything like that. It's very hollow. Yeah. It's it's very performative. Yes. That's kind of how I felt this movie was too. It was, was extremely performative. Mm. I really did though one good thing I can say about this movie, and I like I said I I enjoyed my time watching it. It was it was fun. There were actually some themes that I I, you know, I can get behind. Um nico's performance Basarutin's performance oh great i he stole every scene that he was in Mm. i want to i would watch a movie with him in it again 10 out of 10 best ufc actor i've ever seen in a movie
0: yeah um on on that same point i want to point out that People are just talking about how fucking bad Joe Rogan is at acting, which I love.
1: He's so bad at it. And apparently
0: on his podcast once, he said, I don't understand why uh, in Zookeeper, the director, kept saying, like, yeah, we got to shoot that again. Um, And Joe Rogan was just like, I said the lines, and he's just like, yeah, do it again, though. And he's like, he just kept doing it and i'm just like he has
1: no expression from the mouth up from the mouth up no expression um he he does not move his eyebrows
0: which like one of the funniest things is like i am i am at the point where i do understand that like joe rogan is not in attempting to be an evil person no
1: he's not (laughs) he's just
0: so fucking dumb dude holy shit um (laughs) And, like, I I think he, unfortunately, I think he kind of agrees with that. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, me, I don't really know what's going on. And then, like, it's easy for him to grasp onto shitty opinions that make him feel good about himself. I
1: know. And that's the difference between Joe Rogan and people like Tim Pool. Tim Pool is a a grifter.
0: Yeah, and, uh, like, yo, purposely is lying and trying to craft a story to hurt people
1: yes Uh, i i like the use of your mind and and your power of rhetoric for evil is such a waste and i hate it well i don't think temple is that smart but still (laughs) have you ever (laughs) never mind i'm not gonna start ranting i'll talk to you about that later on our own
0: yeah um so so that's about that huh like it's very interesting to see that that's true um I find it funnier that, uh, (laughs) like, Kevin James (laughs) won't be on the Joe Rogan show. That's very funny to me.
1: Um, Yeah, that is funny. And I'm
0: going to keep calling it by the wrong name to piss off any of its fans, because they get really annoyed by that.
1: I don't even know what it's called, to be honest.
0: (laughs) And uh, yeah, I guess my big takeaway is I don't like the hidden religious aspect. I know they pray twice, so it's not completely hidden. But the religious overtones, without them ever saying, like, you know, this guy's religious, is weird to me. And it feels on purpose. I know yeah, Kevin James was, says like that he does it because he doesn't want to hit people over the head with it. But, like, you know, no one, I think, unless you're basically anti-Semitic, has looked at an Adam Sandler movie and goes, yeah, him making a reference to the fact that he's Jewish... He does it all the time. Can he not hit us over the head with that? Um, which shows, you know, maybe it's because being Jewish uh, is more impactful to your day-to-day living than being Christian, where you could kind of phone it in at the end.
1: Yeah. Um. um I... One last thing I want to say here. I'm very excited because I just learned that Nico is in Paul Blart Mall Cop too as well with a named character. He was in Paul Blart Mall Cop, like the first one, but as like an unnamed character. He was one of the, the, the police people at the beginning. Oh. Uh, and he was also in Zookeeper. Yeah, then. yeah, he was uh, the police chief. I
0: remember that. I don't remember yeah, him being he has, Zookeeper at all.
1: Uh he was Sebastian the Wolf. He he was the voice of the oh, wolf. Oh yeah,
0: I wouldn't have known that so Yeah,
1: I mean you wouldn't yeah. And actually I like that wolf, so that's great. Uh, so i'm really excited now for paul Barmont cup 2 now that i know nico's in it
0: oh nico who i
1: like a lot boss I, like i said i i am 100 percent on board with boss Rune
0: i wonder now. if they uh got a new ufc game i'll, I'll load up boss room and just start punching people i don't think they made a new <gasps> game now um
1: uh, <laughs> uh yeah so you can find our podcast Oh, what are we watching tomorrow?
0: Grown Ups 2, the okay. prequel. No, it's not a prequel. A prequel? I'm joking. How's fucking you oh, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> you got me so excited. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I, uh, that's, that's, I've heard really bad things about Grown Ups 2, but I cannot, I just can't believe people anymore, so I'm going to have to watch the movie. I and, mean, and yeah, just...
0: that's, that's how I've been living my life for a really long time, is that I don't believe anyone's, uh opinions anymore because most people only like uh you know i know too many people who are really into the big bang theory and one (laughs) like and don't get me wrong one time i thought that movie was really good or that show the show but it was specifically when me and ben got to colorado and then got drunk in a hot tub so we were dealing with high altitude being drunk and being dehydrated and for one episode, while we tried to rehydrate, we're like, "This is the funniest fucking show in the world." But like, as the equivalent to being like, just completely fucking shattered. So, wow. But, but like for like twenty minutes, we're like dying, crying in our hotel room. Um,
1: uh,
0: so I don't think that's yeah. I don't think that's fair.
1: Not an accurate, not an accurate representation of the humor of that show. Then you, you, uh, you can... you've seen
0: me and Ben laugh over just saying quotes nothing yeah
1: yeah uh-huh <laughs> and stuff like
0: that so it doesn't really count all right we'll end it now
1: okay you can find our podcast at laugh at him pod on twitter uh you can also find our games at wannabegames.com do we have any games that are like this oh we,
0: we sure do it's called
1: we sure do. quest for
0: the belt the fantasy fighting federation uh, it's
1: not my favorite game that we've made <laughs>
0: you know <laughs> i agree um we we had some issues with trying to figure out how to make uh fighting fun and then we realized it's more about just like you know not really caring about it um yeah. i would actually other oh, go ahead.
1: other games have done it better
0: yeah Isla. um yeah. this one's free though if it's kind of your jam yeah. try it out um there is
1: yeah, there, there, are, there are other games, too, um, that, you know, they just do it better. That's all. Um, you can support us on patreon.com slash games, but instead there are three things I want you to do. Number one, I want you to go to bhlegalfund.org. You will be supporting the bail, like it's a bail fund for uh, the Black Hills Legal Fund. Uh, and this will go directly toward helping indigenous activists get out of jail. For, for a peaceful protest on their own unceded land where the government had no authority to kick them off. Uh, second thing I want you to do is to call your local representative, your state representative, not your federal representative um, and senators, and uh, make sure that you express your unequivocal support for teachers and the teachers unions and, and public schools. And the third thing I want you to do is to go to your local school board meeting and actually show up and support teachers there and speak out when they're doing something bad. Those You do those last two things and you will directly improve schools and school children's lives in your area. Perfect thing you can do. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say. You can see me tweet about teacher-related things at JOSCA.
0: And you can see me tweet about how church and state aren't separated anymore so churches should be taxed at kitty crusade
1: yeah. uh are you ready for my cringiest closer ever yeah <laughs> boom here comes a boom ready or not please take my wife
0: <laughs> yeah it was so bad i hated it <laughs> i know it was the worst <laughs>